0: this episode of horror movie talk is brought to you by detachable penis does your penis get you in trouble at night are you worried about your penis going unused and depreciating in value over time well maybe you should consider converting to a detachable penis it comes in handy a lot of the time you can leave it at home when you think it's going to get you in trouble or you can rent it out when you don't need it visit detachablepenis.com to learn more
1: Alert. This is backcountry. I mean, this guy was a real jerk. How long can Hugo be impugnant? Chomp, 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 chomp. Oh, I'm just such a dick, David. Okay, everybody, put on your corpse handling gloves. Ew. Hoodie Picasso.
2: <laughs> Horror.
0: chop, chop chomp, chomp, everybody. It's me, Bryce Hansen, and you're listening to Horror Movie Talk. With me along for the ride is Max and Sydney. Say hello, kids. Hey. Hi. <laughs> uh, we're getting back to our roots. We review horror movies now. Um, so, new theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Make sure to re- rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. The full video is available on YouTube. Don't be a square. Make sure to share. And since I'm pretty sure it like highlights the buttons when I say this specifically, make sure to... Uh, Hit that subscribe button and like the video and hit ring that ring that bell. I think that makes the buttons highlight. <laughs> and if you also, don't
3: like the video, don't come back.
0: I mean Yeah, it. don't don't thumbs down it. Don't be a dickhole, you know. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> move on. You've got better things in your life than to downvote horror movie talk. If you don't like the show, you know, it's not for you. Just move on. Uh, Please, please leave us a five-star review. <laughs> I'm begging you! Uh, Also, check out patreon.com slash horrormovietalk. It's the equivalent of the adult section at your video rental store. All sorts of bonus content to view there. If you want to add your P to the community pool, go to horrormovietalk.com or call 682-253-4468 and leave us a voicemail because you might hear your voice on the famous podcast horror movie talk Um, like you will today we're going to check our voicemail today so stay tuned we've got a great show today back at our roots we're all belching all the time (laughs) and i might shit my pants so you know (laughs) you never know we'll be reviewing lisa frankenstein today um I've got the Lisa Frank design uh behind me today in honor of that f- famous brand I guess uh which I wasn't aware of until my wife told me but really? you know apparently that's Stop. what this is called. Um I just thought it was girl shit, you know. I just had Lisa unicorns Frank and rainbows.
4: Like coloring books. I loved that shit. It's awesome. Uh, we'll start out by g- giving a
0: brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. After we give our score, we're, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive in what, into what we liked and hated about the film. So if you haven't seen Lisa Frankenstein in the theaters yet and you don't want it spoiled, um, you can press pause on the podcast and come back later. We'll make sure to tell you when we're going to get into spoilers. And then later on, like I said, we'll be... Uh, Doing our bit horror movie whores, uh, where we listen to our voicemail from, you know, our fans and obsessives. And and, David. uh, And people (laughs) that just can't leave the podcast alone, you know, Um, (laughs) with the initials DD. Um, All right, let's hop in. Lisa Frankenstein can be found in theaters now. Uh, It's set in the late 80s. Lisa is the weird new girl in school dealing with the grief of her mother's death and life in a new family with a wicked stepmother and kind of nice yet condescending stepsister. She spends her free hours talking to herself and pining for love in the Bachelor's Cemetery, which is totally a thing uh, (laughs) in this universe. Uh, She has the hots for the editor of the school newspaper and while chatting with him at a party she drinks a spiked drink and goes on a psychedelic trip during a thunderstorm and if you know 80s logic thunderstorms mean magic the lightning resurrects Lisa's favorite grave resident unbeknownst to her from there it's the age old tale of the goth girl that keeps the reanimated corpse in the friend zone while they murder people for parts (laughs) you know that old chestnut Uh, So my take is that Lisa Frankenstein is a mess, but it's a really fun mess. As of recording, it sits at a solid 50% uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm honestly not surprised. I predicted that this one would be divisive, but could ultimately become a cult classic from its bizarre campy charm. The premise feels straight from the early filmography of Tim Burton, but unlike Burton, the freshman director Zelda Williams struggles with keeping a consistent style and tone throughout the film. Her background is in music videos, and it really shows in some of the narrative style of the movie, which relies heavily on visual shorthand more than hard-earned character development and and um, (laughs) cause-and-effect scenarios. Uh, The script written by Diablo Cody of Juno and Jennifer's body fame is is the highlight of the film. It taps into a level of snarky and campy humor rarely seen outside of 80s teen teen rom-coms. Like her other scripts, this one features sharp dialogue and amusing non sequiturs from supporting characters that makes the world fun to watch um, and feels lived in. The acting is great. Catherine Newton, who plays Lisa shifts from weird nerd to self-assured goth murderess with aplomb. Cole Sprouse uh, does great with comedic timing as the mute creature. Lisa Soberano walks the line uh, between condescension and likability well as the stepsister. And Carla Gugino, which you might recognize from a lot of uh, Mike Mike Flanagan Flanagan. uh, shows... She is the best at bringing the appropriate amount of camp uh, to the role of the stepmother. Uh, the main flaw the main flaw of the movie is th- its disjointed tone and the arbitrariness of the plot. It would have been nicer to have more effort put into the setups for the major plot shifts and character changes. Uh, without properly establishing cause and effect, the movie can feel a little confusing or arbitrary at times. But here's the thing with all the nitpicks that I could pick at I was smiling and chuckling throughout the whole movie um, I thought it was a blast and I give it a lot of points for originality um, it's it's one of those weird like uncanny valley uh, 80's feels like it's it's, it's similar to um, Sleepaway Camp in like the tone and like the the mix of like supreme camp mixed with like a very very serious premises and stuff and there's a lot of like comparisons to other 80s movies that uh, it's pretty heavily uh borrowed from so like heathers and um you know edward scissorhands that, that kind oh of stuff oh my
4: god that's what i said when we left the movie last night i was like it's like heathers meets edward scissorhands yeah like, exactly wow <laughs> so i mean it's
0: it's it's definitely kind of an oddity of a film but i mean we need more of these like i'd rather watch 10 of these than another you know conjuring sequel yeah. and they're yeah, making it's... another
4: one i just oh, heard are about they? That. oh yeah that's great
0: um <laughs> So, I mean, you guys were shaking your heads. You weren't agreeing with my, my criticisms, which I think are valid, but uh, you might not be valid, pleased at my score. Okay. I give it a score of 8 out of 10. Okay. I, I, I really right. like the movie. All right. I mean, that that's a good fair. score.
3: It's not good enough, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: like, I... Yeah. I, I, it is a really interesting movie. It has its flaws, but I, I think it's it's better to have, like supreme ambition and not pull it off, then try to play it safe a hundred percent of the time. So
3: what, what do you guys think? I, w- I was like looking for things to not like about this movie, especially because you texted me beforehand and been like, Oh, this yeah. is going to be a divisive one. And so I was like looking for something that would like m- turn me off from it, but it was delightful. <laughs> I had yeah. a wonderful time. I went with my wife. We were both laughing the whole time. Um, I just didn't you know, I kept thinking like, what more do you want from a movie like this? It's uh it's it's dare I say perfect. It's uh I'm giving it a ten out of ten. Wow. High praise. Sydney, what did you think?
4: Yeah, so I mean I also agree, like I since you were like, Oh, this is d- gonna be divisive, the fifty percent of Rotten Tomatoes really got me. I was like, I wonder what this is gonna be. So me and my friend um went last night to see it and we were dying laughing we were like hitting each other and like laughing the whole time the whole theater was laughing um it was i loved the style um the the bright colors and the music like was great for like the 80s aesthetic like there were some really funny jokes that were reminiscent of jennifer's body like diablo cody really killed it um I thought it was like kind of like a fucked up Cinderella story in a way Mm -hmm. with like the evil stepmother and like, you know, the, the prince to come and save her, which is like a dead guy. And I don't know. I just thought, I think Cole Sprouse did amazing at not talking until the very, very end. And he like, he was an outstanding, it was an outstanding role. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, what's her name the the main girl she was she was phenomenal i haven't seen her in much but she i thought she did a great job at acting i think every everyone was like so funny it kind of reminded me of like wet hot american summer how outrageous mm. it was um and yeah i am I went back and forth about it last night, but as I kept reflecting about it, I think it's also perfect. And I would watch this like every day. Like it's honestly (laughs) one of those movies that I would, I could watch every day and not get sick of. So 10 out of 10 from me too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, there, there it is. Like I, I really liked it, but I, you know, there was, I mean, from like a storytelling aspect, um, there were some kind of loose ends that were were there that are like just leave you feel a little unsatisfied or it's one of those things where it's like you know what it's trying to do and it just does it you know without having to worry about you know spoon feeding it to you which which i respect um and there's a lot of shorthand but you know there's there's a couple little tweaks that i think would put it at 10 for me but regardless it's a really it's a really fun movie um and just like the criticisms of it that i've seen on rotten tomatoes are similar to the ones that i bring up but i think they're like more snooty and like not letting them have letting themselves have fun when it's like there's some minor flaws to it i think overall it's great my my experience in the theater was was probably a little different because i went on thursday at five in the afternoon oh wow Um, for uh, west coast and so there was three other people in the theater with me i think there was a couple in the back row and then like an old guy up front that probably just lives at the movie theater and there was not a peep out of them like they they had zero reaction to it and i was chuckling and laughing throughout the whole thing like i had a blast and but i could tell like it's similar to Jennifer's Body. Like, a lot of people rag on Jennifer's Body, and, and like, when I watch it, I'm like, I don't get it. What's wrong with this movie? It's a, right. It's fun. It's great. Like, what's the problem? And it becomes a cult classic, and I think that's going to be it in this case, because I don't... I haven't seen it advertised a lot. Like, no. I haven't seen it anywhere. I think the only place I really saw it was when I go and search on Fandango for new releases that are horror movies. Like, it's never and if there's anyone that's going to it's going to be in their feed like i get i get shoved every single horror project down my throat from my algorithms just because that's what i watch on streaming platforms all the time and i don't i didn't see like i don't remember seeing the trailer for it outside of me searching for it i only saw the I trailer never...
4: at the movie theater like that was the only time like i think the last couple times that we've gone to the movies right um, That's that, true. That was the only time I saw it advertised and I was like this looks good, but like I was not I thought it was something like totally different. I thought that like we'll get into it more in spoilers, but I thought that she purposely like dug him up and revived him. I thought that right. was what that I thought that was what it was going to be, but I was surprised and I liked the silly way that they did it instead. And right. I right. think that was really fun and inventive and it's just It's just one of those movies where it kind of comes out of left field and you're like, wow, this was like a pleasant surprise. Like, it's not another fucking Night Swim. I know I bring this up all the time, but it's just so (laughs) it was so bad. Um, But like, it's not another one of those horror movies that comes out and it's some dumb sequel that like or it's like some franchise that they're trying to keep going. And it just sucks. Like, it's like, here's a fresh look on like and it's like kind of scary but not really it's like oh there's gore but it's not like terrifying and that's kind of like what jennifer's body is too like you're not really scared throughout it you're more laughing but it's still considered a horror movie and i I don't know i just thought (sighs) i think it will be a cult classic and i think there will be people who don't understand it like i think it's like a a movie for the girls and i don't even mean it in like a gendered way just like (laughs) this is a girls movie you know what i mean
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's that is the thing like going into it or even seeing the trailer you assume a lot of what the plot would be just from like if you're gonna write a spec script from the title lisa frankenstein and even just say like she's in love with a dead body like it it writes itself and yeah um i think that's what's fun about diablo cody's perspective is it's like yeah it's not it's not predictable it's like it it shows like a level of teenage brain of like not noticing that there's (laughs) a guy available and you're like no but i like this other guy it's like it's it's a yeah it's 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 fun uh you know it's not fun commercials kids commercials are not fun and you should know you don't have to listen co- to commercials when you listen to horror movie talk you just have to pony up a little bit if you go to <laughs> com slash horror movie talk and sign up for the what is it the two two spoopy for you mm-hmm. tier yeah i don't, I can't
3: I don't remember know the names get to know your um, own patreon why don't you yeah well <laughs> max shut
0: up. Uh, <laughs> at a certain tier you, you get early access to episodes without ads, so check us out there. Also support the show by going to horrormovietalk.com/shop and please show your appreciation for our resident artist Dustin Goble. He's a professional artist who fucks so hard. He also takes commissions for artworks from HM artwork from HMT fans. Contact him at dgoble00 uh on instagram.com and make your artistic dreams come true tell him hmt sent you um this is this is audio that i um received from dustin Goble fucking hard ah!
1: Yeah. Hold on, so, Bryce. Hold, mean- on, hold on, hold
3: on. Hold on. <laughs> something about me. what's going on. Your your voice sounds great. The drops and the music so loud. Yeah. So loud.
0: Okay, I'll turn I'll turn it down. My bad. <laughs> that sounded like
3: that was in this room.
4: <laughs> I don't think it was right here. Someone's screaming in my ear.
0: Okay, let's let's check this. How about now?
4: Right. okay it's better you know, okay. a little bit what can whatever. you do <laughs> <should> go deaf
0: <laughs> if i if i turn this down can you hear me yeah at all i can yeah you sound the same okay i don't know where okay i gotta figure out what the routing is, is on this sound board coming from <laughs> how about this one can you hear me now can yeah, you hear you. yeah okay so the okay whatever this is dumb <laughs> thanks for listening let's get into spoilers <laughs> okay having issues with the mixer (laughs) (laughs) it's so yeah. yeah anyways i think you guys are just too quiet i i think that that's what the problem is it's not my fault
4: okay i mean um, maybe. Look at my microphone it's in my mouth
0: <laughs> you know excuses excuses <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i the volume is like almost at the bottom on the on the faders is it do, i don't know it's just uh, whatever who cares all right let's talk about lisa frankenstein um so it starts out with like these animated credits um, that kind of tells the story of the creature um, of his life before uh, dying. And... I thought that
4: was amazing because, yeah. like, instead of like actually having Cole Sprouse like act it out and adding like what ten minutes to the movie, they're like, here's this fucking story in thirty seconds. Like, this is what you get. I thought right. this movie was like the perfect length, like, an hour and a half we got to bring back hour and a half long movies, man. Oh, yeah. We really do. <laughs> for sure. We really do. Like, I love me a long movie. You know this. You know that I love the three-hour fucking, like, sit there for a whole night. But, like, this was perfect because we got out of, th- out of the theater at 9 o'clock and I was like, let's get some fucking Chinese food Let's hang out. Like, <laughs> it was good.
0: Um. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I think I-, I agree. Like, where everything is two hours or more especially with like horror movies it's like it's just just don't you know you don't mm-hmm. need that much time no unless I think there's a Roger Ebert quote where it's like a good movie is never long enough and a bad movie can't be short enough you know it's mm-hmm. exactly and so like in this case like I would have been fine for another 20 minutes of the yeah. movie but it's it's very efficient and I appreciate that um, so it shows um you know kind of the story of of this guy that died and shows you that he was buried in a bachelor cemetery (laughs) um which Which just so funny it's so good (laughs) i'm like okay so it's just a cemetery of bachelors from the early when when would this be i think he died in like like 1887
4: or something i think that's what it said
0: which i love and and uh lisa is shown or eventually like talks about how she goes to this bachelor cemetery to you know just be by herself and talk and to the gravestones because they don't talk back and she's just kind of this weird goth girl um but i love the idea of like late 1800s bachelor like i feel like that means something different (laughs) than what it means today if there's a bachelor cemetery of confirmed bachelors from the 1800s i'm like honey like these guys are not for you i'm sorry like i know it sounds like a romantic concept but they're not looking for love from you lisa uh i think (laughs) hate to break it to you but all these bachelors in this grave in the cemetery are or de- or gay I- I'm sorry
3: but she's not really going there f- because she finds it romantic She she goes there because she's weird and likes death and says that she wants to would rather be dead with them than alive in the world
0: yeah I like the I like how they handle it because it's not you'd assume it'd be like oh she fell in love with this you know face on this gravestone and there's a little bit of that where she's kind of enamored but how she explains it is more of like she feels like everyone should be remembered that you know she has kind of been exposed to death because her mother was uh murdered by a literal axe murderer um,
4: basically in front of her
0: in front of her and so she's she's a little off kilter when it comes to death and it's a lot closer to her as a teenager than most teenagers um, but yeah she explains it more as like she just kind of feels sorry for him, and you know, doesn't feel like they should be forgotten. Everyone has a story, kind of thing, and they don't talk back. So, um, and we're shown she tells this to her stepsister, um, which is a really interesting character because, again, it's not cookie cutter. It's not like Mm-mm. what you would expect because her stepsister is really nice, and she's
4: trying to acclimate. Lisa to her new school and trying to be like, hey, like, come out with me. Hey, this blush isn't your shade. Let me help you get ready. Let me borrow my clothes. Like, I want you to go to this party with me. Like, it'll be fun. You need to didn't <laughs> didn't your doctor tell you you need to socialize? Which was like yeah. a hilarious line. <laughs> like, she <laughs> is a really nice person and she is nice to Lisa. Like, that is a definite. But she's also really bitchy. Which is, like, a great overlay, like...
3: Well, I think she's just, like, kind of dumb, and so she doesn't realize that some of the things she says are, like, really rude, but yeah. she's trying to help her.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, she comes off as, as like, very nice and trying to be helpful, but also very condescending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, honey, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> you you want to be one of the pretty ones like me, you know? And it's not... And she's like treating her like an equal, which is which is interesting, but also just very accidentally condescending to Lisa, and Lisa's kind of long suffering about it. Uh, but I think um, I saw an interview with with uh, what's her name? Um, oh, you know, something. Her last name's Sobelman or something like that. Lisa Liza Soberano so she's the one that plays the stepsister. Um, I saw an interview with her, and and she had she put it really well, which was basically like she's a really nice person, but she's also her mother's daughter, and there's mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit of that that she can't escape because I'm an mother... IP
4: or what was it? Uh,
3: yeah, I think it was IP. It w- in- intuitive person. Intuitive yeah. person.
4: <laughs> yeah i'm an intuitive
0: person IP, (sighs) or no it was ip intuitive person um (laughs) yeah so her mother is is, her stepmother is a real bitch like really like over the top um kind of uh middle-aged mean girl you know and Mm -hmm. just like very very much wicked stepmother vibes and casually threatens to throw her in an insane asylum, you know, at any given moment from minor inconveniences, like having her, you know, treasured memory. What what are those called? Those little tchotchkes? What, the Hummels? Yeah, the... So, it's something memories.
4: Is it precious? Precious, precious memories.
0: memories. Yeah, her precious memories, dolls. Oh, um, so Like good. one of them gets broken. And she's like, all right, she's <laughs> psycho. She needs to go onto the <laughs> psychiatry ward.
4: She's um, ruining our perfect home. It's like, yeah. Mom, you're a psych nurse. You should not call it the loony bin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
0: great. I mean, and it's there... very much like um, Nurse Ratchet. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this person just looks down upon everyone that <laughs> needs her help the most. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, It's interesting that that stepsister character is, you know, she's she's really nice and helpful, but also she's been raised by kind of a narcissist. Yeah, Um,
4: 100 percent a narcissist because she when she's reprimanding Lisa, she's like, I took you in with open arms after your mom got fucking axe murdered in the face and died and it was so gross and bloody and you saw all of it and you should be more grateful to me. But you should also stop being a fucking bitch. And Lisa's, like, I don't, I don't really know how to respond.
3: <laughs> to yeah. That. Well, did you notice that when she was like cleaning the house, she was listening to an audio book about dealing with narcissists, and <laughs> it's just like explaining her personality to her, but She's, she like, thinks nodding. it's about Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's <that's> great. Uh-
0: <laughs>
4: also, fun fact: um, Zelda Williams, who directed this, is the daughter of Robin Williams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know. I knew that. Yeah, it's a, she's a nepo baby, you know, relying on her father to get her this job. I mean, but hey, sometimes know. it works out.
4: Sometimes it yeah. does. Sometimes it does.
0: Um, yeah, one thing that I saw, especially so, like skipping forward a little bit. So we're introduced to the stepsister and and Lisa and kind of the the whole family, and then we' um, step. What is her stepsister's name? Taffy. So Taffy Taffy's takes Lisa awesome to. Awesome name to this party this rager and you know she's chatting with her in the car and asking her like who she has the hots for and um lisa reveals that they're the editor of the school paper is is really hot and turns out he is he's a dreamboat like i would he kind
4: of looked like gold's Sprouse a little bit yeah
0: he did he was he was very close um and uh, that was one of my favorite lines in, in the car ride there. She, yeah. She's like, because um, Taffy's like, so he's not a baseball player or, like, football? N- not even, like, a manager or anything? It's like, no, he's cerebral. And she's like, like in a wheelchair? <laughs> I
4: <laughs> died <last laughs> Yeah, that was
3: one of the funniest lines in the whole movie.
4: <laughs> there was, like, such good lines. Like, oh, my God. But, um, you know, when they flash to, like... The moment that Lisa's mom is killed I think it's around the same time Um, Uh my friend leaned over to me and like you know we weren't really sure what kind of movie it was going to be at this point because we just started it and my friend leaned over to me and she was like oh do you think that the dad killed the mom and was like the mass killer Mm -hmm. and like I mean obviously that wasn't like a point in the movie and it didn't really matter Um, but I mean I think it's kind of funny to like speculate that that person the dad character could have done something like that i think yeah i mean i he was really hyped about his new family like he really loved them and didn't really give a fuck about lisa and he moved on really
3: fast it was like what six months after his wife died he was married that like
4: we were like oh if it was that fast then i don't know i don't
3: know yeah i mean it was that
0: was one of the loose ends that i thought was like if this was a predictable movie they're gonna go back to that axe murdering scene and that axe murderer is going to be someone. Like, it's right. going... It's either going to be... I predicted that it was going to be um, Michael Trent, the the paper editor. Like, her love interest. Because that would have, like, been very love triangle... Um, you know, a good love triangle solution, which is like... Yeah. Oh, he murdered your mom. Well, I guess he wasn't a good guy after all. You can, <laughs> you can uh, go fuck your corpse. Um, that... that was the obvious one for me but um it just left as nothing it's just like it just happened and it's not related to the story other than that's how her mom died like even in imdb there's like the it has the actor that played the axe murderer luke sexton and he's just the axe murderer it's not you know he's not in any the rest of the Mm -hmm. film yeah and i think Um,
4: that's something that like um uh like Diablo Cody kind of did in Jennifer's Body too there was a lot of like these Offhand comments that you thought Mm -hmm. like Were going to come back and It just really didn't it's just something That happens in the movie that like Mm -hmm. You know like um Like the cop like in the beginning Of Jennifer's Body what's his You know that uh, Chris Pratt like mm-hmm, you think uh-huh. like more of his story is gonna come back and it like just doesn't matter because she's like he took my back to virginity and it's just like that's it and like it's just, like yeah. it's stuff like that that's so it. it's like it was just kind of one of those just like here's a ridiculous crazy awful thing that happened we're just gonna drop that in and that's why lisa's a fucking weirdo like valid um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> valid. but yeah we're well, we should keep going <laughs> Movie. I mean that is, that is
0: kind of like <laughs> high school teen logic where it's like oh yeah uh, Donald yeah his, is uh, you know his stepdad is uh, in prison for being a pedophile it's like okay is that anything no it's just everyone knows that and that's just yeah. part of this whole story you know mm-hmm. the the life in the high school so there's yeah, Lisa, a... yeah her mom was murdered by an axe murderer uh, let's move on <laughs> there's
3: another important thing that we should probably mention that happens early on which is um taffy has a tanning bed that she won uh at like a a pageant or something it's like yeah, miss hawaiian, hawaiian beach, traffic.
4: beach. yeah <laughs>
0: no miss hawaiian traffic, which is a uh you know, suntan lotion okay oh. okay so um yep.
3: but but the the important part to remember is that the the tanning bed is broken it it right. like zaps you when you try yeah. to get a tan so
0: <laughs> yeah because yeah taffy like offers lisa to use her tanning bed because she's really pale and then she promptly gets electrocuted by the tanning bed um elect- actually like, really you know sorry. if david was here he would he would pipe up because it's not electrocuted she's alive she got shocked right. electrocuted means True. you're dead cause of death yeah um anyway so she she goes to this party and she um you know has an encounter with this guy she has a hots for and then you know and he a... has a
4: goth friend
0: yeah who a... i
4: forget her name but she sucks and she's really mean and she's a big bully um yeah and she's the one that comes up and is like hey what's his name michael or something um he's, uh-huh. he she's like hey do you want some of this drink, and he's like, "Ugh, what'd you put in there?" And then they offer it to Lisa, and Lisa's like, "No, and then the girl's like, "'Are you a pussy or something?" and then Lisa drinks the entire thing, and it ends up being p c p which is like holy shit, like what's going on That's right now? Actually,
3: I actually wanted to bring this up because that is one of the most horrifying things that I think could ever happen, like That is one of my biggest fears is accidentally doing a bunch of drugs that my body is not ready for and having a horrifying experience.
4: (laughs) It is scary. Like that, that would be very terrible. And it is terrifying for Lisa. Like definitely. The dread
3: that would set in when someone's like, hey, you know, that was laced with PCP, right? Like I would be like, oh my gosh, I need to throw up right now or I'm going to like freak out
4: yeah but I mean she had no time to think about it and then you're already fucked up off drugs so you're not really thinking logically (laughs) so yeah I
0: think think Tom Segura has a a bit on uh, you know the dangers of drugs how they always when you're a teenager warn you that like beware of strangers like offering you drugs or drugging you you know without your know how without your knowledge and he's like no it's not going to be strangers. It's going to be your friends, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, there's no stranger that's kind enough that's just going to give you their drugs. You know, it's like
3: I never had. Well, but I, I wasn't. Guess it at depends any on cool what parties. they want to do to you afterwards. But
0: that's true. Yeah, I mean, women probably have a lot uh, more probability of getting drugged than men. But yeah, you know,
4: my college knows. full of those kind of men. Oh, frat guys at UMass Amherst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Honestly, most colleges are probably full of those guys. (laughs) Like, um, yeah.
4: Anyone out there thinking of visiting UMass Amherst, don't go to FISIG. I don't know if it's still there, but they are terrible men. They're (laughs) terrible, horrible men. And I, I stand by that to this day. Shots fired.
0: All right. Um, (laughs) so yeah she gets drugged with pcp which you know i'm notorious for not knowing drugs but apparently it's a some kind of hallucin- hallucinogenic and she goes on like this hallucinogenic trip um and this she is gets where sexually like
4: assaulted
0: yeah like there's a guy yeah this is another like great character moment which is like oh it's the nice kind of you know like nerdy of M- M- mclovin yeah uh, character that's like oh you know i'm sorry you, let's go in this room and keep you safe and then all of a sudden his hands on her boob he's like you like that She's like <laughs> i know <laughs> and he's he's doing the whole like oh come on baby don't leave me on <laughs>
4: He's it's like, like, you took a girl who couldn't even stand up into a room and try to get her to touch you. Like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That
3: that part made me feel really sad. But you know what line <clears> is just so funny? When he's holding back her hair and he's like, man, your your hair feels like Easter, Easter grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really good. There's a, oh, my other
0: favorite line is when he leads her into the room. She just says it smells like camping here, which is like <laughs> holy shit, I know exactly what smell she's talking about, where it's like you walk into a musty like cabin and it's just got that like old person smell,
4: and just kind of like, like smells like wet grass a little bit too, you're right like, and you're mm. like oh wow
0: yes i could I could totally smell that room as they're going into it four um, d experience <laughs> <laughs> so she she goes on a trip, and then this is where like. It, it's really cut like a music video like it's the the uh transitions and stuff it it i mean it's trying to it, it's communicating that it's like a a trip but also it really feels like a music video and when i looked up zelda williams background it's like her background is in music video so it's like oh okay well that makes sense um i guess she did music videos for jojo
4: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Get out right now. It's the end of you and me.
3: Uh, I'm a singer. Guy. Do? <laughs> I don't
4: yeah. know JoJo. Really? She was mm-hmm. iconic. Um, she Her first hit single was Get Out when she was 16. Wow. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure. The
3: child prodigy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: JoJo. And also JoJo did the... Um, I can't fight this feeling cover in in this movie.
4: Oh, that's who yeah. that was. Yeah. Nice. I thought that so was I'm, a great comedic timing song when they used yeah. it. It was
3: great. I'm assuming we're not talking about JoJo Siwa. No.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm honestly really relying on you kids to tell me who these people are.
4: JoJo like, Siwa? Come on. She was on Dance Mom. She has that high ponytail, and she's, like, crazy, and she wears all neon colors, and she talks really fast, and then she came out as a lesbian, so now she's, like, an LGBTQ icon. Like, like, come on. So I, know all these I
3: work in a first-grade classroom, and okay. last year I was working in a kindergarten classroom. And so last year the kids had an assignment to write what they wanted to be when they grow up, uh-huh. and one girl wrote Jojo Siwa, and we couldn't figure out who Jojo Siwa was, and so we were all really confused, and in the confusion, she assumed that we were telling her, like, that was an invalid uh, thing to want to be, and she started crying, and she was just saying, Aww. like, I just
2: wanted to be Jojo Siwa. <laughs> the poor it was baby. kind of funny, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like... Well, then your answer should have been, yeah, you can't be another person, (laughs) idiot.
4: (laughs) Well, she could be a famous dancer and singer if she really tried hard enough. But she has to start now for the dancer stuff. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so when this thunderstorm and also PCP trip is happening, she ends up very music video like, very stylistically. She just ends up in The Bachelor's Um, grave site cemetery thing. And she, um, she screams down at Cole Sprouse's grave and is like, I wish I was there with you. And she means like, I wish I was in the ground dead and not living life anymore. And (laughs) the next, is it the next day he shows up at Uh the house but you don't know it's him because he's covered in mud and gross, and so she's throwing all the shit at him, and she's like, "Oh my god, get out of here!" And then the sprinklers turn on, and that's when like he gets cleaned off, and then she realizes she recognizes him from the bust that's on the grave, and is like, "Oh my god, are you?" She's like, "Oh my gosh, are
0: are you Cody from the Sweet Life, of the Gen- <laughs> <from> Cody?" <laughs> Zach and Cody. Yeah, this is another I didn't I didn't know who Cole Sprouse was at all. I had to look it up oh on What? IMDb. Are you kidding me?
3: Yeah. I watched, I watched every episode of Sweet Life.
4: Me too. Me too. Great show.
3: Yeah, it's I did not. <laughs>
4: I didn't know
0: about it. From what I gather, he's like your generations um um what's it called? The Shit! What are those sisters from F- Full House? Oh, the Olsen twins. Yeah, the Olsen twins. It's like, yeah, Zach and I guess. Cody were were basically like the Olsen twins for your generation.
3: See, I love Cole and Dylan Sprouse because they just seem like regular guys. Um, Cole is in freaking Five Feet Apart, that dumb movie that my wife made me watch. He's in. Um, Riverdale, which is also a terrible show that terrible I've seen show. a full terrible season show. of. <laughs> um, the writing is so bad on that show, I can't believe it. And then, um, I think it's Cole who did a podcast where they like do a storytelling of one of my favorite online stories, Baraska. And um, we we're gonna have to talk about Baroska at some point because it is an incredible story, and I haven't heard his version of it, but I really want to because okay, I think it'd cool. be incredible. It also, like a... Dylan
4: Sprouse is married to Barbara Palvin, who was a Victoria's Secret angel. So is... both of these twins. You're just saying gibberish at this okay. point. Okay,
0: all right. Me. Um. So, anyways, like <laughs> I didn't oh I didn't really know who Cole Sprouse was, but I'll tell you what he does great in this movie yeah. and mm-hmm. is really fantastic he's got great comedic timing physical comedy and like it's very off- he, he said in interviews that he uh, worked with a, a mime um to like figure out the movements and it shows like That's it's true. very very silent movie acting and he does it really well because he communicates a lot through his eyes and his look and his his physicality uh, in a really impressive way um, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so yeah he shows up and he's basically like just a bog monster at the beginning and um, I-, I love the logic of it she's just like <clears throat> she doesn't freak out as much as you know anyone actually would just like okay well this is my life now stay in my closet and we'll move on you know and everything happens like so fast in the movie like you don't realize like everything that happens from that point on is like the next two or three days it's not like a long period of time um but yeah, so, yeah, she he,
4: she like gets him cleaned up. He like takes a shower. She gets him like dressed in like normal clothes, and he they he shows her that his ear is missing, and his hand is missing, and something else is missing that we will not find out until later. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but so. His goal, he, like, wants her to help him get an ear and a hand. And she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about that? Like, (laughs) I don't know how to get you an ear and a hand. Like, I can't just get that shit for you. Um, So that day, right, is the day that he ends up... That other day... The next day is the day he ends up killing the stepmom, right? Yeah,
0: it's something like that. Yeah, the next... Because he appears at night... Is it that night?
4: Yeah, it's No, a okay, so she comes back movie. from the party.
0: Yeah, she comes back from the party at night and then the next day he appears at night.
4: Yeah. And, and
0: then,
3: then the, the next... next day the the stepmother's killed, I think. Yeah, well she she's said supposed she was... to go out of town, but yeah, yeah. she's feeling sick because well, she says it's because there was a worm in her food. Um yeah. the corpse uh walked downstairs one day and just dropped a worm in her bowl and, and yeah. walked, walked back up.
4: she didn't yeah. even eat it so she's not sick she's just thinking that lisa is doing this and wants to yeah. send lisa away basically. well
0: it was in her mouth i'd be pissed off too yeah so. that's gross yeah <laughs> um that's kind yeah, of funny she though like if your kid put which is weird because like you scooped out the cottage cheese you know into the bowl like mm-hmm. it's your fault for not noticing the a, a, you know a worm at that point you know whatever <laughs> um so anyways like yeah that it's a it's a big shift because um yeah the stepmother is freaking out at lisa accusing her of um you know not only breaking all these things and and like putting a a worm in her food and she's threatening to to send her off and then the creature creeps up from behind her and just knocks her in the head and kills her immediately and then cuts off her ear she's like all right we'll just use this and lisa's again not freaking out as much as you would expect a normal person to it's like well
4: she hates her stepmom and yeah. she's you know she's a little tapped from what happened yeah. to her so she's kind of just accepting things that are happening and um so yeah, it's a very also, it's
0: a very campy reaction of just like okay, well I guess we better just bury this body and you know sew this ear on you and like well, move on.
4: Yeah, before the stepmom comes in the room, I really loved her. The stepmom's name is Janet, and I really loved that um, Lisa goes, "Damn it, Janet!" Like Rocky Horror, <laughs> uh-huh. and I thought that was uh, I I was the only one that laughed in the theater at that moment, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, when they so it's also set up a little bit earlier that um Lisa works at a uh, uh, dry cleaners where they do alterations so she's mm-hmm. a really good seamstress. So right. she sews the ear back onto what's his name? And um but it doesn't work. So
0: until they use the suntan or the
3: the what's it called? The tanning, tanning bed. Move. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a great, uh, a great device. Yeah, de- yeah, for like the Frankenstein's like table that he raises up in uh-huh. in the original. I just think it's it's a cool replacement that they yeah. used.
0: Yeah, so that happens, and she moves on, and then there's like the other thing that the creature does for her is he's also just has fantastic style because he styles her in her own clothes and her stepsisters' awesome. clothes and she like she goes from being i mean she didn't look awful i mean she looked stylish for the 80s but then she goes into like full-on goth queen like st- you know incredible she looks amazing. just tapping into the spirit of stevie nicks and madonna combined and uh just appears at school and everyone's like holy shit it's a goth goddess I also um, love
4: the line where she's like playing music and she's like, "This is Taffy Station," um, but I also have the cure, and he like lifts up his stump, and she goes, "No, no, no, not that cure. They cure you emotionally." <laughs> and yeah. it's like, this is so good, <laughs> it's so good. Also,
3: there's a good line when uh, it talks about her working at the the dry cleaning place, and her boss <laughs> comes in, and. Uh, yeah they're cause... talking
0: about the the
3: guy she's got the hots for and she's
0: like oh yeah i didn't think uh she'd have a chance you know since she's so flat-chested yeah it's <laughs> so great <laughs> yeah like, that's oh, a sure. very like it's the same thing as like kind of rain wilson in in juno where it's like just such a off-kilter character like what why is this person being so casual around these teens like, <laughs> you know sometimes there are those people um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was a great line too um i love again like i love cole sprouse's performance like it really reminded me especially early on from um you know when he's more of a bog monster it's very m- much moves like the edgar from men in black from the original men in black have you guys seen that
4: i've never seen men in black i saw really? it when
3: i was like six.
4: Oh man i went on the ride at universal studios in florida no, there's you, like, a, there's a it's pretty fun.
0: great performance by Vincent D'Onofrio. No, is that right? Uh,
3: is that the guy there? who's taken over by the alien? Yeah, yeah. I, I so remember it, being freaked out by that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, go back. If you want to watch, like, a really great physical performance, go back and watch Men in Black and just watch Men and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character in that. It really reminded me um in this movie um so yeah and then it moves on and and it shifts gears to where like lisa is more of a accomplice and then more of like a cheerleader for all the murders that start happening because the next murder which is the next day she brings that guy that tried to sexually assault her um and brings him to the creature and specifically to murder him for his hand, which is interesting.
4: Which I think is great, number one, because um, you think that... So she, like, slips a note into his locker to be like, meet me here at at Mm -hmm. whatever time, and you think that she's doing that to her crush because she's getting more Mm -hmm. confident. She doesn't do that. She does it to this guy, and then you realize that it's, it's a whole scheme. And number one... He's a creep. I mean, I don't know if he deserves to die, but he definitely deserves some kind of, like, eye for an eye shit. But yeah. um, also, him using his hand to touch her inappropriately and then get his getting his hand cut off is Yeah, there's primo. a little
3: bit of, you know, justice to that. Mm-hmm. Love it. If you have to kill somebody, you know. Right. It's got to yeah. be a piece of I'm, shit. I'm okay with it. Works yeah. for me. Right. So then um, it's,
4: like, seemingly everything's better she sews him on sews it on and then she like does the tanning bed thing again and every time he goes in the tanning bed he gets he looks less dead he gets hotter
3: he mm-hmm. does
4: he's okay I leaned over to my friend at one point and I was like Cole is so hot as this dead guy and she was like I fucking know like we were like what <laughs> the <fuck?" laughs> <coughs> he was
0: I'll take your word for it um <laughs> yeah so then let's see so this is like kind of like where it feels weird to me because there's like there's some kind of connective tissue that's not here in the plot and the shift in Lisa's character for me like there should be something to tie together the tone and I think really what it is is like Lisa's not quite set up good enough at the beginning to where it's like to go from being kind of the weird girl to be like she hates people enough to like make sure that they're murdered. It's just like, there's something not communicated early on in the movie. Um, and some of that, some of that like setup just feels like it could have been done a little better, but it's, it, it is nitpicky because who cares? It just happens. And this is what, this is the movie that you're watching. So you yeah. know, buckle up. I think she I needed didn't...
4: like a purpose. Like she had no purpose to live and she was kind of like, She wasn't going to get a guy that she wanted because she wouldn't put herself out there. She wasn't really taking her sister's pretty good advice on how to socialize. Like, she had no idea what to do and the only thing she enjoyed doing was going to that cemetery. So, like, when Cole Sprouse comes along and she can, like, fix him and also, Mm -hmm. like, find out what, like, her style is. She really, like, comes into her own because of him. Obviously, it's bad that they're killing people, but, like, it's, like... I think she's just finally figuring out who she is. And like, she's 18. So it's like very much that year where it's very transitory. You're like, what am I doing when I get out of high school? Like, what am I, like, what is my, what are my goals? And she's like, I need to, I need to be hot. Like, she's like, I need to be hot. I need to be outgoing. I need to get the guy. I can't die a virgin. She says like 20 times, which is hilarious. Like, it's, I don't know. I think, I, I think that there were no, lulls in the movie. Because you know when you get halfway through one of these kind of movies and you're like, okay, what are they gonna do? Mm -hmm. It that is exactly when it's like, wait, why isn't mom answering the phone? Like Taffy's like, Oh my God, they said she never checked into the hotel and that's like exactly after they kill the two people so Mm -hmm. I think like it picks up and then Lisa starts getting concerned and like that's and then it kind of, like, spirals into the third act where it's, like, what the fuck is going to happen? Like, is she going to go to jail? Is she going to get caught? Like, which I think. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. I think it works.
3: I really enjoyed her transformation from, like, very shy and introverted to all of a sudden, like, she is, like, almost going too far the other way where she's overconfident and she's, like, thinks too highly of herself and she's starting to get a little mean and it kind of rounds out at the end, but yeah. I, I enjoyed watching that. So the the other like just fantastic scene, like
0: the scene that people are going to be talking about, is the third murder, um, oh, yeah. which she stumbles across this guy that she has the hot. Technically, for.
4: the fourth murder because he um, Cole Sprouse steals a car from the old guy that's yelling at a little boy. He kills him and takes his clothes and the little boy is like, Thank you. That's Oh, he takes murder. his clothes? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't See, know I that he him killed him. him. I thought he doubt. just hit
3: him in the head with the stick and yeah. I mean I
4: just assumed he was dead. Like he like 'cause I feel like he has this like zombie logic to him where like he has like super strength. Mm-hmm. True. But, true. Yeah, I don't know. Fair
0: enough. Um so the 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 penultimate murder, I guess, uh was michael the the school paper editor no that was the last murder yeah and and she walks into this bedroom and finds out that her stepsister was actually fucking her crush and she freaks out and then the creature shows up and is like i got you fam and kills michael uh by cutting his dick off with an axe um
4: and it flies across the room, and you see the shadow of the dick right. and ball. That's so good. I love and it. This and this is that's... this is
0: great. We haven't we haven't talked about this at all, but this is a PG thirteen movie, and it's mm-hmm. like the first movie in a long time where it's like this is what a PG thirteen movie should be. It's literally yeah. it really like,
4: teeters on the edge, which is it's great. like
0: this is made for kids in high school. Mm-hmm. It's a little too edgy for kids because it talks about sex and like talks about masturbation but it's not explicit it's not like um you know it's not showing anything which is you know if you think about it they don't show anything but you know that you know lisa is masturbating all the time yeah Uh, like
4: when they um when he's going through her closet everything that's in there and she pulls out the hitachi and he's uh she's like that's a back massager my aunt gave it to me because she thought it would make me more um outgoing and he like and then it flashes to a scene of him like actually massaging her back with it it's
3: and like, then like
4: yeah. uh you know they talk for a little bit she like talks about her mom like she opens up to him and stuff and then she's like so you know that um that back massager has um has another feature um you know
0: some people some people use it <laughs> On the front,
4: and other places. And this is while Taffy and the dad are like trying to call the police and giving like Uh the most hilarious descriptions of Janet. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. her hair is like when you see a Labrador in the park and the (laughs) sun shines on it and it has these red streaks, and it's. uh," And the dad's like, yeah, it's brown. It's it's brown hair. Um, And then you just hear Lisa go, oh my God. And they just kind of look, and it's, you know. Lisa's yeah. having an orgasm with um the, you know he's, wanding mm-hmm. her. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. great. It's so good.
0: Um, yeah. So it's like we if also... I was
4: like thirteen watching this, I wouldn't understand that. I don't think. But like, it's like, you could be seventeen and you would understand that. You know. Right. Like... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And and uh, we gotta. I gotta give some praise on the, the dad character because he's he's played the exact same character in Stranger Things yeah. Joe, Joe Crest which is just the most dad performance that I've ever seen on film or, or TV which is just like just very aloof and you know just able to chime in and you know be like ah kids but just completely like disengaged with everything you know <laughs> Um I I I love his performance in, in this and in Stranger Things as, as the dad. Um <laughs> No, I love that, that phone call too and she's like, Oh, it's like the sun shining on a Labrador and it's you see parts of red
3: and and he's like Yeah, it's brown hair <laughs>
4: green eyes um, like.
3: I love when she's like explaining like the dress she would be wearing and like the the makeup and the earrings and she's like I know she's a bitch <laughs> so yeah. and the perfume and shit <laughs> yeah
4: that was the loudest laugh in the theater I think <laughs> like, yeah, yeah she's
0: a just bitch. so matter of fact just like yeah she's a bitch
4: uh. <laughs> um oh, but so yeah anyway, she,
0: she the the guy's dick gets cut off and just that whole scene was great from like all the reaction shots and you know the shadow on the wall of the dick and balls flying across the room and and uh you know connecting the dots of like oh okay <laughs> he didn't have a dick the whole time um and the scene where she's like sewing it on is oh my God, it was it was great
4: amazing. <laughs> yeah it's also uh, funny really when she... Lo- oh, go ahead. So what What
3: I really loved about this scene is it kind of, like, opened my eyes to how the, the world of this movie really was. Because we're seeing it through this, like, rainbow color and, like, everything is, like, kind of silly and goofy. Even when they're doing these horrible things, it's, like, funny. And the reaction of her stepsister... After while she witnesses this murder is just like the most realistic. I just saw someone die in front of my eyes and she is in shock and she's covered in blood and she's like trembling and it really like I was looking at it through new eyes where I was like Lisa really is crazy. Like she sees the world as like a totally different way from the way it really is yeah it's like her
4: playground because i think because like the worst thing possible happened to her like seeing her mother murdered so now she's just like i don't give a fuck about anything and i will hurt anyone and i will do whatever i want and it's just it's just great when taffy is trembling shaking gripping the seatbelt in the car and lisa's like i wrote something to say to you um, I love you. You're my sister, and you're the only one that's ever been nice to me. And she like tries to touch Taffy, and Taffy's like freaking out. And it's yeah. great when Taffy runs out of the car, and like she's standing next to the road, and the car drives by her, and he like looks at her, and then just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> um. I
0: think I feel like that was a callback to the end of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was a great like. Um, uh, contrast with with uh, Lisa and, and Taffy in that situation, um, and then like the the walls are closing in on on Lisa, and the end of the movie is basically she kills herself in the tanning bed. Well, first she loses
4: her virginity because she wanted to lose her virginity. Then he kills the guy she wanted to lose her virginity to. And she's like, why is this happening? Then she sews the dick. Then, you know, he didn't have a dick. Sews it back on. And they have sex for the first time. Well, no, you have it
0: turned around because he has to sew the dick on to lose her virginity, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, sews the dick on. And then they have sex. And it's amazing. It's everything they ever wanted. They say they love each other even though he can't talk. She's Mm -hmm. like, do you love me? Um, and then she's like, I have to die. The cops are going to come. Yeah. My
3: wife melted when he put the um, the gummy ring on her finger.
4: It was, <laughs> was so like... cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he has his morals. He can't have sex outside of marriage, you know? She so... was
4: born in the 1800s. Can't yeah. do it.
0: Um. Yeah, so then it's, you know, she dies and... Uh, a raging fire and and then there's an epilogue where it shows her uh, you know her corpse in lying on the lap of the creature who is like fully alive now and reading books to her it's See, very very like a goth fantasy um, it's like this is very much like geared towards goth girls this is exactly the type of movie that'd be like yes Death and murder and romance I love it
4: see me and my friend at the end of it I was like do you think that he like revived her or at like when it comes to that point or do you think that that's like the afterlife and we kind of decided that that's their afterlife together because he couldn't talk or anything but did the fire like allow him to like you know it's just like it's very ambiguous I felt like he
3: just kept getting better like he he kept uh improving until he was like fully alive.
0: Yeah, I think it's implied that it's she was resurrected like he was. Um okay. there he's just getting better and she's you know, a mess because she just died. Um Yeah, so It was sweet. It was fun. It's a really fun movie. Like it's you should definitely go see it. Um I'd I'd just recommend it to everyone. It's Worth a it's a breath of fresh air. Um and diablo cody has made another movie that's going to be a cult classic i think so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right any final recommendations words about lisa frankenstein
3: i agree everyone should see it it's super funny and enjoyable
4: it's yeah it would be good for anyone unless you're like 10 but like you know if you're older than that go see it
0: (laughs) all right let's move on
4: yeah
0: Let's move on to horror movie
1: whores.
0: All right, horror movie whores is where you check our voicemail. Okay, so this is going to go back to January 13th. So we've got like about... 8 or 9 voicemails and about half of them are from um, SJI Handyman
1: <laughs> Hi, it's David Day and I, you know you, you, you guys are ridiculing my live call idea but you cut out like you, you're, you're intentionally cutting out audio from my call um, that explains exactly the problem that you're complaining about uh, and how to fix it, which is you have lot li- you you have a live call thing you would need to um you would need to preface it for a month or two on the show say hey we're we're ramping up, we're gonna have some live calls um make sure to call in on you know march thirty first at x y and z get ready, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. So you gotta preface it for a couple months. You gotta announce it for a couple months on the show. You simpletons. I'm really done. With, I'm done with help. I, I put out so much good ideas and then they're like, oh, you should be administrative. Like, bitch, I was the administrator. Tip. Tim, <laughs> <Five. laughs>
5: sweet. All these fucking always sunny.
3: All right, David. Okay. I don't think the thing we were worried about was that no one would call in. I I thought the thing we were worried about was actually getting filtering people onto the show and like having yeah. them in a waiting room. Like how would we do yeah, that? We, but,
0: we don't have a call board. Right. There's no way to
3: you have <laughs> to like tell people when to call in. David, you
4: have to take the calls and then give it to us. I mean
3: I do I do think it could be done. Here's what I would do. I would make a Discord, mm-hmm. send out the link to anyone who maybe it'd be like a patreon thing like send out the link on patreon and then yeah i'll obviously advertise it so they're waiting in the discord chat and then i could just go into the discord chat while you guys are talking to people and i can send them in when it's time and and you know you could talk to them one by one like that that
4: would work definitely
0: yeah, I mean there's a way to do it and I didn't say it was a bad idea, it's just logistically figuring it out.
3: No, I think it's a good idea. I think we should do it. I think uh David, you know, has a he he thinks that we are out to get him, but
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> well, David did always figure out every technical issue with the podcast, so, you know, he's got a lot to complain about.
3: We have had a lot of technical difficulties since he left. That's to be true. Fair.
0: That's true.
3: all right (laughs) next
0: caller
5: hello bryce this is tired sandwich from california um i'm listening to your godzilla minus one i haven't seen the movie so i don't know how the regeneration looks but this one's at max uh so lizards revitalize their tails after a time period but if a lizard was irradiated it would boost those capabilities. That's why he may have been able to regenerate so quickly because he was irradiated by a atom bomb. So all the things that lizards do would have been more capable than what, you know, it's it's like Spider-Man being bitten by a radioactive spider getting powers. Like basically, Godzilla got all the things that he had and more more powerful and that's just I yeah that's just my thoughts on the thing I don't even know why I call it because it of up but hey you know have a good day I have max I just give you a hard time I love all you guys and yeah have a good one
4: bye bye that makes sense <clears throat> yeah.
3: yeah, no that's definitely true I wish radiation worked like that in real life like you go in <laughs> to the dentist and they like scan your teeth and then like you just like can never get a cavity again because your teeth are so strong now It'd be fucking
4: it's awesome true. oh my god yeah
0: i just get radiation
3: poisoning and die <laughs> yeah unfortunately it just kills you slowly yeah
4: Woo!
2: hi this is david day and i'm calling from the inside of a wind tunnel uh because i can't i cannot understand okay like, I have a little bit of insight into HMT and what goes on behind the scenes. You know, I mean, you're not poor. You know, you're not one of the poor. So, uh, I'm hearing these kids, these guys, I'm sorry, excuse me, young adults, Sydney and Max, are constantly having computer issues, like fucking boomers. It's like, my computer, oh, oh, it's going out. And I'm just wondering where the HMT fund's coming in to get them like a, a respectable computer instead of these fucking bricks that they have sitting in their house for some reason. Who has a shitty computer now? Who does that? <laughs> uh, it, 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 I, I would assume the poor. <laughs> uh, but gee, like just spring for a nice laptop. Hey, laptops are so cheap. Like uh, quit acting like a poor. David, I have, a,
4: I have a new nice computer, okay? I was just fucking up by using my old <laughs> laptop. We're okay now.
3: Also, some of the episodes that got released later were actually recorded earlier. And so since those episodes, I actually did buy a new computer. So I am on a <laughs> yeah. nice new computer that is running fine.
4: Yeah, we're not poor. <coughs> and if actually, guys we were... won't
3: tell me how much is in the account, so we could be poor. <laughs> I asked him last time and he says there's enough. Well, then I can say it on.
0: I can I told you last
3: week, didn't I? No, you didn't tell ta- no, you didn't give me a number. I didn't say the exact amount.
4: Well, don't say Mm-mm. it to everyone. Okay.
3: <laughs> no, tell everyone. Be open with we, the finances.
0: We have thousands of dollars. We have tens of dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundreds of dollars. Uh, no, I mean we can we've got plenty of money. If we had to spring for a new computer, we
3: probably could well speaking of things we should buy i think uh sending everyone a new round of mic cables great idea (laughs) just in case
4: hey mine is pretty new okay
3: mine are pretty old they're old well i'll get you a new mic cable
0: just ask no so all right david granton i get it. it it's ironic that yes already we've solved these problems like they're they're known and we figured it out but also david regularly uses like a 12 year old laptop <laughs> um and also was like maybe if i get a chromebook it'll work
1: oh
4: my god it's like
0: he's i have seen him notoriously cheap specifically about laptops i think when we recorded on riverside he was using his desktop but like as far as computers like he's he's very value-minded so you know chromebooks suck too that's funny um Alright, next next up, guess what?
2: Honestly, it's like listening to college students made up excuse to their professor about why they couldn't you know, it's like, oh, oh my grandma died uh, again and uh I why I couldn't get the test. It's like my computer. I don't know, it's just dropped.
3: And then he cuts out. That was one time my computer died.
4: Great pod <laughs> <laughs> oh my God David we're trying one our best. time
3: that happened
4: and if that if that's that was the Shutter Island episode, we recorded that back in
3: that December. was February, yeah.
4: yeah, so
0: that was a freak occurrence that was a charging cable
3: issue which, it was, it know, was. sometimes yeah. happened I was using a twenty watt when my computer actually needed like a seventy five watt, so oh, it was a, a pretty big blunder that I had been living with for years. <laughs> All right. Next up.
0: Oh,
6: this is Beyond the Grave, and I, I don't like to bring negativity or criticism to the podcast, but I'm feeling confrontational. I'm all riled up, but gently, by this, uh, um, that Max saying, oh, I don't want to dig through hours of porn for graphic sounds. <laughs> Grow up. Like, also have, oh, my wife. Watch it together. But, uh, uh, uh. Um, (laughs) I think a solution, you could have people call in, or maybe yourself just record the sounds. Not necessarily while you're having sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... (laughs) Just see what happened. It over something else. Oh my god! <laughs> or just listen to porn audio. Also, this superior review, I I didn't request it on Instagram because I said they probably already reviewed it. <laughs> Look at me with egg on my face, or 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 with the context of the conversation, <laughs> something else on my face. <laughs>
0: Uh,
7: no, I don't do that. That's disgusting. Um, yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, he has a good point, Max. Why don't you watch the porn with your wife? Or I we mean,
4: could I just bring... submit our own sex tapes, as he yeah, said. Yeah, bring her
0: into it. Yeah, just like... I could
3: I could bring it up and see what she says. I take it he didn't like uh, Horror de DiGiorno, which uh, I know. hurts I my feelings. And...
4: Well, I
0: think a lot of people loved Horror or G- Um
4: We got some comments. I saw them. Yeah,
0: I mean, if if you want to keep it, you know, your, your marriage pure and, and not have um, the addictive elements of pornography, uh, the pernicious evil elements of pornography enter your marriage, then bring her into it and yeah make a sex tape and use the sound effects from you and your wife having sex like that's <laughs> that's a good talk. wholesome idea um that no honestly the the main problem with horror or porno is that it it really works for the audio but for video i just don't know how it'll work um you know, it's just it's it's a mountain that I haven't decided to climb
3: yet.
4: I mean, we yeah, could just know, use the audio. Everyone's we
3: putting a lot of pressure on me to to find these clips, but Bryce yeah, hasn't Max. found any either. So
4: I mean, I could do it too. Let's fucking uh, split the work, right. man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
3: um.
0: Anyway, some good ideas from uh, from Beyond the Grave. I agree. Valid right. well, valid points. Next up, he uh, calls again. Same day. Okay.
6: I'm, I, I'll be taking a vow of um, no sex for a while as, you know, repercussions for that last voicemail, that FYI. So, <laughs> hopefully that, you know, it, it evens the playing field for all of us. But, oh, Sydney was talking about witches being portrayed as ugly in that Hysteria movie and other movies. I propose we're watching Gretel and Hansel that 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 uh movie with the redheaded girl from it and it too i think it's it's real just uh, which is what you make of them you could be evil and ugly sometimes you're ugly sometimes you're not sometimes you're doing stuff but uh yeah, Sylvania I love a simple plot that really stands up with the, just everything else. The 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 the, the 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 the
0: visual. It's a good time. All right, the was kind of trailing off there at the end. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I, I was, know
3: exactly what he was talking about there. Um, yeah, I don't.
0: I don't remember what you're being what was portrayed as ugly. Oh, I was Suspiria. saying that,
4: like, witches are famously portrayed as these, like, ugly uh, monsters, and it's yeah. kind of, like, misogynistic and stuff. That was, like, a very... Like, I made that comment, like, basically at the end of the episode. Yeah, and and
3: yeah. we just didn't oh, listen okay. to you because we're misogynistic, and we wanted exactly. to move on and talk mm-hmm. about our points, so... Yeah. Um,
4: Max, I no, hate no, women.
3: <laughs> um, Let the
0: men talk, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> 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 um... No, yeah, I mean, there's there's witches that are portrayed as as uh, attractive too. I mean, for a time. Yeah. I mean, in the witch. She's the witch hot in for that a one, little bit. Yeah, she's hot for a little bit. Um. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Next caller.
7: I can't just say hello, boys anymore. I gotta say. Hello boys and girls now. This is the Beast from the Northeast and I just wanted to say uh that I am with um well Sydney that VHS is a great movie and I'm glad that you guys reviewed it and that uh she has a good taste. And next time uh she wants to do a movie that the rest of you guys don't want to do it's probably also going to be a good movie uh, no shade against uh well, max or bryce but if sydney likes vhs i gotta give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she's got good taste and uh anyway it's been a long time listener since the uh in the earth episode and uh, i've been with you guys through all the iter- iterations of hmt and uh you know, I miss David, but glad to have the new blood. And uh, you guys are doing a great job, and keep up the good work. And I will talk to you guys in another call. See you later.
4: Thank you. Aw, well, I'm glad. I I was I was thinking that a lot of the listeners would have um like. You know, either love it or hate it views about VHS because mm-hmm. I loved it. You guys hated it, so I'm glad to have support, and I'm glad you think Mm-mm. I have good taste because I do. I think so too. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know I have bad taste. I no one ever <laughs> agrees with, with me on movies, but I. Uh, on that note of missing David, I listened to um, a pretentious review yesterday that I'd never listened to. Because the movie that we're reviewing next, Bryce has already reviewed it. It's just been behind a paywall, and so I listened to it, and man, David's voice is just addicting. I miss it. I I, I was just uh, eating it up. I was gobbling up. Was great.
0: <laughs> I know. I I miss David too. Let Let's not. Let's be clear. Like I. I miss him, and uh, trying to get him to commit to another podcast or do something with me and he's not interested.
4: He'd rather just call in and yell at us. He'd rather call wrong. in and
0: yell at us like an old man <laughs> on his front porch. We all um, miss David so yeah, I miss David's David not too. quite gone. He'll be around. He's around in spirit and also on angry voicemail. So <laughs> all right, here's another one from Beast from the Northeast.
7: Hello, the Beast from the Northeast again. Just wanted to say real quick, uh, I don't know if you guys knew or if Sydney knew this, but uh, in the VHS movie, the um, part of the story where they go to the, the motel and with the uh, amphibious kind of demon girl, um, that was, I believe, made into its own movie called Sirens. So, you oh. might want to check that out, Sydney, if you like VHS. Um, check out that movie. It's got the whole story behind that girl, and, uh, it's pretty fucked up. And by that, I mean pretty great. So, anyways, guys, take care of yourselves. Bye!
4: That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, it's from 2016, has the same girl playing. Um, her that's cool wow I had no you know, idea I, well yeah
0: but Siren is about an amph- yeah it looks like a mermaid but yeah in, the, in VHS she was a winged creature well Siren let's see no wait Special parties. oh no no here it is yeah I was looking at the wrong thing there's a TV series called Siren that's about oh. a creepy mermaid. he was looking at H2O okay <laughs> cool. All right. Well, maybe we'll, we'll have to review you know, I, that
3: one. I, I had to hold on to this opinion during the VHS episode because I didn't, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers, but Sydney's kind of a fake VHS fan because she <laughs> hasn't seen any of the sequels, which most of them are better than the first one.
4: Okay. So my thing is that I am not a huge horror sequel person. Like I've seen... I've seen the first three Nightmare on Elm Street's just purely because I wanted to, like, get into it in high school. And I love the original Nightmare on Elm Street. But um, I've only seen, like, three Friday the 13th movies. I've, like, I saw the Rob Zombie, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. But I'm just, like, not a huge sequel person. I really don't, like... I If I really like a horror movie... I am always going to assume that the sequel Is not going to be as good as that So I just like am kind of Opposed to it um, I don't know I, I I will say that I've seen the second VHS It was only once and it was a long time ago But yeah I don't know every time someone's like "Oh, VHS 84 was good VHS viral was good I'm like cool and then I never watch it I don't know it's just something If I like something I don't want it to be tainted By a, a sequel I don't know why
0: Yeah, horror sequels are, like, kind of the epitome of a cash grab. Yeah. With with other genres, it's like the sequels, you know, there's sometimes a drop-off in quality or sometimes they're better. But with horror, it's like usually horror movies are cheaper to make anyways. And so it's more of like, okay, we can make a factory of Saw movies now
3: we can make a factory and of they Friday did the oh I end.
4: actually I've seen like all the Saw movies just because um, they're so insane
3: yeah. I watched them all and I think I accidentally skipped one but I didn't notice till I was oh, done no. because they're just, they just don't matter it doesn't
4: yeah. it really doesn't <laughs> uh,
0: yeah I mean I'm the same way Sydney I don't uh, there's a ton of sequels that I haven't seen I'm not like a big franchise completist yeah uh person it's like you know i I appreciate the originals and maybe one or two of the sequels but i think the most the franchise that i've seen most of the sequels but still not all of them is paranormal activity that's that's the one that i'm like i mean you haven't seen marked ones right um i haven't seen marked ones i think
4: that's the only one I've seen all of them except for that last one they did that was like not really a paranormal activity. No, No, the the one after that. Oh, Next of Kin.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I I never saw that. Oh, I like Next of Kin, actually.
0: Yeah. I think it it jumped the shark when uh, they showed the ghost. (laughs) The
3: ghost dimension was... Ghost dimension's bad. Yeah, it was stupid. (laughs) Um, Okay, last caller.
5: Hey, guys. This is Haley uh, from Houston. Um, I just got finished listening to y'all's VHS Afterpod, and y'all were talking about y'all were talking about books. And um, I am here for all of the book recommendations. Please, please, especially, well, any of y'all, but Benny, you said you read books all the time. Like, I am here for the recommendations because I haven't – I used to be such a big reader, but I haven't read in such a long time. Like, I've had this massive reader's block for – years and it kills me because I love reading and um I would I think what I need is just some really good recommendations so I'm totally down to hear some more in the after pods um in any genre really I love horror but I mean I'm here for anything so so yeah
4: that's all y'all have a great day bye guys I got a recommendation for you yeah
3: the book of mormon
4: great Um, (laughs) Uh. well if we're gonna be serious about recommendations um, (laughs) Uh I actually I was serious I know you were Um, (laughs) but (laughs) I went through a really big readers block in college mostly due to like classes or whatever but I got myself out of that readers block by reading false memory by Dean Kuntz he is a very amazing horror writer from around the same time as Stephen King. I don't know if he gets as much recognition for it as Stephen King does, but I read False Memory. It's a very long book, but it is like packed, like the whole time. Like you're, you don't want to put it down. And that got me out of my reader's block. It's, it's a, it's a horror book. It's kind of about, um, like this girl thinks, that something is happening to her when she's like asleep and like you know stuff is being moved around and there's like similar stuff happening to her friend and it kind of just like snowballs from there and it is excellent it is wonderful it is very vivid and um spooky so I would say false memory by Dean Koontz that got me out of a slump could get you out of a slump Haley thank you for calling yeah,
0: I haven't read a lot of horror novels, actually. Like, I I read... The the Exorcist novel is great, and it's actually really close to the movie. It was kind of surprising. Um, uh, I also think the movie's slightly better. Um, the other one that I've read... I mean, I guess Haunted by Chuck Palahniuk is, is technically a horror novel. Um, and then I read uh, Carrion Comfort... A year or two ago, by Dan Simmons. That's pretty good. He's the same guy that wrote Hyperion.
4: Um, oh, I have Hyperion on my shelf. I just haven't read it yet.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, I don't. My my list is pretty short on horror novels. Other than you know, I've seen I've read a couple of Stephen King novels, but that's an easy recommendation
4: i mean i won't go so crazy because i've read a lot of horror novels but um yeah false memory great book um son of the endless night i forget who that's by but it's kind of like an exorcism kind of book but like ghost story kind of like cult. it's really intense crazy love it got it out like a bargain bin in um north conway new hampshire and um yeah I fell in love with it It was amazing Also the Haunting of Hill House book Is very short and easy to read But also scared me um, Very good um, I read Dracula The original um, It's really good It's a classic yeah. Um, But yeah I mean Those are just a couple I'm just like looking at my bookshelf now um, I read a lot of horror I read a lot of horror Or sad Sad horrifying books That make you sad So, And mm. some science fiction
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Max, what about the book of Mormon? Okay, just uh, <laughs> that's horror movie whores. Thank you for calling in. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you to our patrons. Do we have any new patrons? Not right mm, now. I
3: think we lost patrons this week. We did.
0: But... All right. Womp, well, womp, womp. uh like we love you, anyways. Too, so. <laughs>
3: Oh really? Yeah. Well, there's there's, we
0: love everyone that's still here, and we love everyone that's joined us. So um, we love your support. Thank you for um, listening and sharing the podcast with others. Please, again, if you really want to help out the show, leave a five star review and a a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us in the rankings on the charts. Um, And you know, share it with a friend. Listen to the episodes we love you call 682 253-4468 to leave a voicemail for next time we listen to them and we'll see you later
2: good day sir good day sir
1: Oh,
2: through the scraggly woods. He had no face! Horror!
0: Uh, uh. Uh,
2: uh. Wow, that didn't sound good.